Ooh, recording in progress. Ooh, I got it. I got it. Got it. We got it. Blasting. 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 Boom. Hey, we Eight. made it through. We made it through the year. Here we are. Here we are. We made it through the year with background vocals tonight. <laughs> background vocals from Saskia. Saskia, Saskia is here with us tonight. It's a special night tonight because <laughs> it's the last episode for 2022 before oh, we... Mind skyrocket into 2023 with plastic climate future that's why we said we will end this year with the entire team today and some surprises later on but let's start with saskia and john reflecting on what has been happening the last 12 months of course you listen to all the podcasts right yes <laughs> <laughs> so was there was there some one or two particular ones that you would come to your mind today that uh yeah stayed in your memory and if yes why did they hmm. first maybe i'm gonna talk about an episode that is still a little bit related about the thing that i'm doing here which is marketing sure. Yeah. So I think like one of the most interesting um, episode was when we got reached out by Kidus uh -huh. because um, at that moment, I we kind of realized that um, our podcast has been seen by someone who is like outside our network. Um, and it's just so, so nice and interesting to see that um, yeah. someone wants to be in the episode, I think. And... I also really enjoyed the episode with Kiris. Yeah. Yeah. And let me tell you a little secret. We actually have a Kiris tonight mm -hmm. as a special guest also. That will be really we'll good. talk about this later. <laughs> that will be great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you, uh, Saski, about uh, Kiris and, and his, his, uh, his, uh, how he got engaged uh, through the marketing of. PCF, uh, who I, I know who's responsible for that, that be you. <laughs> uh, and and uh, look, look, look where, where that, that has brought us in, in the, just a few short months. So that's why we're happy to have Kidus tonight also on the podcast. So it's good to have you here again. <laughs> it's my pleasure to be with you guys. Yes. Yeah, indeed. I mean, uh, yeah, welcome. Uh, we were talking a little bit earlier before we, we, we turned on the recorder, so to speak. But just to recap that, uh, Kitas, I mean, uh, it was uh, I, I, great having the podcast with you a few months ago. And, and as we were saying offline, uh, it's spreading, uh, spreading naturally, like uh, if people uh, ranging from my friends to my to my daughter uh, are, are really uh, referencing the podcast. So, so it really hit a positive nerve and I'm really proud to be a part of this conversation. Yeah. And also thanks for, for making this time so spontaneously at the end of yeah. the year. Um, yeah. As we said, we, we would like to have a, a little end of the year, special episode recap. Um, and 
That's why I thought I would just out of the blue ask you what was the most uh, inspiring or moving or successful event for you guys last year. I feel like 2022 was one big roller coaster, right? <laughs> we, 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 we started January by making this very crazy and bold decision to make our first launch market in Ethiopia. And for some context, Ethiopia was going through a lot of yeah. tough times. Yeah. Um, and we had very strong conviction that if we can make it work there, we can make it work anywhere. And, and we feel like we have. Uh, just within 12 months, we've been able to secure some incredible partnerships uh, ranging from international organizations like GIZ and supporting female waste collectors that mm -hmm. will be directly supplying to us all the way to you know local entrepreneurs that we're you know al allying with uh, or, or having a, an alliance with when it comes to what it's going to mean to transform the lives of people within real estate and how we can actually provide dignified ways for living mm -hmm. uh, within within the real estate sector in Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there have been a lot of notable moments for us. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the one that I will uh, recap on is uh, in June when we were uh, selected as Africa Startup of the Year and invited to Cape Town. Mm -hmm. uh, I uh, was humble enough to represent my team and, and go and meet some fascinating entrepreneurs. I think until that point, it was really difficult for me to see whether there were other entrepreneurs on the continent that not only had the same type of mission and conviction like we did, but were also making some incredible strides within their markets. You know, for example, uh, there was a former military doctor in Ghana who now had this blood banking system mm -hmm. so that tribes that had no access to blood mm -hmm. in, in their clinics now did, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was just fascinating to see how there are people not only thinking about trash or thinking about <laughs> just becoming a unicorn, but mm -hmm. actually thinking about very, very practical ways Solution. of transforming people's lives. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite was Keegan. Uh, Keegan uh, has... Uh, a maggot factory in Tanzania. Mm -hmm. He breeds maggots and these maggots digest organic food uh, or organic waste and then it becomes chicken feed and he creates circularity within the agricultural sector. Uh, the moment that I was able to see that for me it was a humbling experience to know that others are really driving the continent's transformation and renaissance. Mm -hmm. But it was also really encouraging to know that there was a network that I can tap on when times are really difficult and actually share notes on how we can help each other out. Yeah. Great. Amazing. Um, I think what you just mentioned is uh, that it's also a very purposeful, purposeful business uh, development that's happening, I think, within the whole transformation and also on other continents beyond Europe, I think this is where what we're very proud of having guests not only from Europe. <laughs> um, and what are your plans then for next year? Like, what is like the most important thing that you would like to achieve, or or where do you see also the sustainability movement going to to to, to which direction? 
So I think the theme the team came up with uh, for next year can be summarized in three words. Uh-huh. It's go, go, go. Right. Uh, I, I think we spent a lot of time in this year really setting up the infrastructure for us to be successful the following year in 2023, all the way from, you know, having the right amount of capital to deploy to getting the right type of partnerships in place to getting the right type of team built all happened this year. And when we all got together uh, earlier this month to think about what our next steps will look like. I think we all took a step back and said, wow, there's a lot of work to be done. And it's so exciting that we're finally going to see a factory that's going to take so much unrecycled, hard to recycle plastic waste Mm -hmm. and transform a country with very affordable building materials uh, throughout, throughout Ethiopia. This is great. So there's a lot of, so there's a lot of hard work ahead. uh, but we're up for the challenge. Our team is definitely going to be growing a lot. We see that growth going to be around uh, how we ethically and sustainably grow and develop the supply chain around plastic waste. It's going to be around how we tap into very meaningful partnerships with real estate developers Mm -hmm. that focus on affordable housing and how all of that can transform a country. Mm. Wow, I think that's uh, amazing, and 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 that's a that's a good also mission for all the other circularity and sustainability mm. ventures that we've also talked to, and I think for us, we also take it as a go 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 for you to be back on our podcast then oh, yes. uh, next yeah. year, <laughs> and uh, to yeah to to get uh, some discussions around the results uh, that you have achieved and I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a successful next year for you guys as well yeah um and yeah john yeah i mean <laughs> uh, uh, like 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 you said you know it, it's uh, uh like we said earlier it, it's 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 just uh it's just uh, uh, we're proud to be a part of this conversation and that you know to to offer plastic climate future in any way that can be supportive of what you're doing uh, i mean just i mean it, w- it would be an honor so 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 that that's what i'd say and then just just coming back to some things you said earlier i just took a few notes i mean just just bam 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 you know you mentioned uh the work in ethiopia uh, under you know really challenging uh situations globally regionally locally i mean un- unbelievable but keeping your head down and pursuing the target what you're doing unbelievable you mentioned uh female waste collectors and enabling them oh man that is so great uh and 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 then and then the interaction you have with with the uh the others uh, on the continent that that are uh, like-minded in purpose uh and it, for me it's an eye opener that you know indeed uh, we talk about plastic climate future but but here it's a case of uh, fascinating uh, conversations and solutions that are plastic, et cetera, because indeed the, the story about the, the, the entity in Tanzania with the maggots, uh, I mean, that's, that's just so cool. It's about circularity. And so I'm just blown away by this, the blood, blood, blood banks you mentioned, I think in Ghana. Um, and yep. uh, I mean, there, there, there is a connection to plastic there, of course, because of medical plastics, but, but what's fascinating here is just indeed all the, 
yeah uh what what one what what can be done when you, when you have uh yeah a practical mission and and you have a certain purpose about what you're doing it's so i i've talked a lot here but uh anyway it's it's so great to be a part of this conversation no it's the the honor is all mine it's it's always wonderful to be able to be part of a community of, of people who want to make the future a little bit better than what it is yeah. today. Right. Indeed. Indeed. And, and, and that ecosystem is super important. I, I think, you know, just, just a, a final reflection, you know, for, from our end, uh, it always does feel that the odds are getting larger uh, against us, mm. but uh, I am very encouraged when I speak to very young people. Mm. Um, I can give you an example of, you know, our social media manager, Ingrid. Mm. Uh, I mean, youngest person on the team, but probably the one with the strongest conviction. And one mm. of the things that she says to me is she is obliged to work all day and all night mm -hmm. if that's what it takes to make Earth better. And when I asked her, well, what does that really mean? She said, look, we're the ones with the biggest skin in the game because we're going to have to live here much longer than others. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and there's so many of, of, of these Ingrid's out there. And one of the things that I try to do is find ways of either involving them in our mission or in our company, mm -hmm. uh, at least be able to let them know that there are people out there that do, are doing something about it, you know, beyond us mm -hmm. folks like yourselves as well. And, I think it's really important that we involve them a lot more yeah. because they're the ones who are going to have the most stamina, energy, uh, the most conviction to be able to make this planet better. Uh, and, and sometimes I feel that uh, they're the ones who are the least heard, mm -hmm. especially within the policy circles. Good point. Wow. Very good. I think this is uh, not only inspiring, but uh, really positively motivating words um not only for us but also for the for the listeners out there mm. so in that sense uh kiddos we need you back 2023 um maybe not just once <laughs> um for us it was a real pleasure and uh yeah we're wishing you all the best and uh, looking forward to our next conversation yeah really looking forward to it as well happy new year happy new year see you next year so, how did you like it, Saskia? It was amazing. I think it was cool, very right? nice. I think it was it was cool that that especially Kudus had the time to to jump in so shortly uh, on uh, on such a short notice. So then, one more question, of course, because um, you've also had to deal with with John and me over the past nine months. Um, one very important question for us. Will you still stay with us next yes, year? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the highlight from, from, from last year for me was actually that among all these... I was just about to ask you. Yeah, but I think among all these different you know, established players and big companies that we had the chance to talk to, and especially at the conference in Chemical Recycling Europe and a conference in Brussels, we've seen so much innovation from so young generation so and amazing innovations. Boom, boom, boom. And like, uh, 
a passion to to drive new solutions in this field that I think for for, for John and me was really a not only big uh, excitement but also a steep learning curve to to have the chance to to talk to all these innovators mm-hmm. and uh, we will actually have uh, two more of them uh, today on the podcast as well because we got hold shortly before Christmas also of Samantha from D Poly yes chemical recycling and mm-hmm. also, from someone who is working in the digital space, which is also important, as we've heard from our dear friends from Circularize, mm-hmm. who we can already announce will be on the podcast in January with a full episode. Andrea, I mean, uh, we, we spoke some months ago, and, and you know, I, I'm the oldest one in this group, so I'm the one that has the shortest memory. <laughs> so, so it would be really good uh, just to kind of give a like a, a, a two minute refresh of, of of your business, your business model, uh, and and then we can launch from there about uh, sure. you know uh, what what's happened over the year and what what you're looking forward to in next year. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So guys, thank you very much again for, for inviting me again here. So I appreciate that. So in a nutshell, I'm, I'm Andrea. I'm from Net Zero Insights. I'm the co-founder and CTO, let's say. Mm-hmm. And my role is to oversee the product and the platform. And our business is basically uh, to sell data about other climate tech startups. So startups that are developing product, technology, or service to, let's say, reverse cl- the climate crisis, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we sell data about the fundraising, like f- funding around data, patents, competitors, like contact mm-hmm. information. And we, mm-hmm. we pack all this data in a platform and we classify all this company according to a very specific taxonomy so that user mm-hmm. can find that. And our main users are like uh, venture capital, corporations, sometimes work also with governmental, uh, say, inter- like um, policymaker like the European Union. We did that like a couple of years ago to map circular economy and business model all across Europe. So this is a bit what oh, wow. we do. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Speaking of last year, like, uh, where have you seen like the biggest push or, or where have you seen your business thriving mostly? Was it like driven by policy or was it driven by awareness also of the, the industry or was it driven by innovations? Mm-hmm. So no, the, the idea is that a lot of new players are popping up, let's say, in the climate tech industry. So there is a yeah. lot of VC that maybe are not focusing directly on climate, but they want to look into that. So they need the data. So the VC part was good. Corporation also was very good because, I mean, they are they are really looking into like uh, sustainable innovation to bring in the company to make like uh, the, the classic uh, carbon reduction by 2050, right? So they need this kind yeah. of innovation. It's also true that a lot of service provider has popped up, like a lot of, um, let's say, headhunters that are in, uh, that are looking for companies that are uh-huh. currently found, I mean, currently hiring. And there are many, many of them because there have been like a lot of founding rounds in the industry, a lot of founding rounds, meaning like expansion of the company, so new, new, new people that to, to, to bring in. So there is like a, a like the climate ecosystem is strong and is still growing despite the recession, right? Because we're adding toward that, towards yeah, yeah. that. It's not, let's say, some. Uh, the most amazing future that we're looking at, but still, I think that the climate tech industry is still um, resisting. And according to our data, is like 
one of the most resisting among the other industry. As I mentioned to you, Matt, like next year, like, sorry, in two weeks, basically, we're going to publish a report on how <laughs> climate tech like uh, went, like investment trends and so on and so forth in like in 2022. And there are some interesting insights that are popping up, for instance, like uh-huh. corporate investment has uh, increased a lot. Other technology like energy storage has increased a lot of investments. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but there are like a lot of good news there. Mm-hmm. What's interesting for us is, I don't know if you can say anything about it, but I think do you can you can you say something about the ratio of you know climate tech uh, ventures popping up in the material sector or is it more in the digital sector or is it a lot of like innovations in um, yeah maybe even digital digital and and service uh, oriented uh, uh, sectors or mm-hmm. can you say something like that now I, I don't have last... those numbers on the top of my mind let's say mm-hmm. but what I can tell you is that a lot of, a lot of software has been popping up uh-huh. a lot uh-huh. but uh, an interesting data that I can give you is that according to our report like on like the last one that we did the state of climate tech Q3 2022 like 20% of the whole venture investment worldwide was allocated uh-huh. in climate tech only in Europe and US. So that's like uh-huh. uh, the, the data that I can give you. I don't know, like the, 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 I don't remember like the main trends, but like the classic trend that we see in climate tech is electric vehicles, like booming, yeah, you know, because yeah, the technology yeah. is there. So you gotta need, you, you just need to scale it, you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of investment in batteries as well. Uh-huh. And also hydrogen, hydrogen is very hot. Like yeah, a lot of corporations yeah, yeah. are looking, are looking into that as well. Mm-hmm. In terms of material, I'm sorry, but I cannot like go that specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's good. We're gonna promote it. Like this is this is why why you are here today, so that yeah, uh, next year everyone will know uh, where to look for the latest and hottest innovation. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, can I just interject here with a question? I I cannot remember if we if we touched on it uh, during our first uh, first uh, podcast together, Andrea. Uh, but but uh, uh, looking at at uh, climate tech. Uh, have you have you touched upon um, chemical recycling uh, or other recycling technologies for for uh, you know the issue of plastic waste? Uh, is this something that's coming onto your uh, your radar screen? And in, in, uh, if you were looking at the climate technologies that are out there, or yeah, there are many companies in our database doing that, and especially mm-hmm. a corporation like big corporation, chemicals corporation are very very much interested into that, yeah. like also materials one. Uh, I don't have, I'm, I, I'm not sure if like the trend is increasing in terms of like of founding, like there is, there, I don't think that there was like any significant activity in terms of founding in that sector, mm-hmm. but those technologies are crucial. I mean, mm-hmm. chemicals are all over the place in our economy right now. And we need, first of all, like to decarbonize the industry, but also to recycle them. So to, to, mm-hmm. and maybe upcycle them as well. Yeah. So hot space, not sure about the funding regarding that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, interesting. And, and and what do you think today, or like if just boldly, like if we say, where where do you think uh, in the next year the investments will most likely either go or continue mm-hmm. to go from your mm-hmm. perspective today? Mm-hmm. So it was very interesting to see that energy storage was. Uh, was increasing in terms of investment because I mean we need batteries we need storage to like store energy from let's say summer to winter you know to to because that's a real issue with the renewables right so yeah. that's what that was very interesting I I think that the hydrogen is going to be like it's a hot topic and it's going to be still a hot topic why because I mean like 
European Union is very much aligned onto that. We know that we're going to use that in order to transition to net zero. Germany also it's very like on top of it. US as well, Australia too. So I think that hydrogen is going to be one of the top one, to be honest. This year was pretty hot, like carbon, like uh, let's say carbon accounting, carbon offsetting. So all this carbon space. Uh, especially in the US, like uh, I think that there was like very big recent round. So those two, I think that uh, we, we need to monitor them closely, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And of course, like EV is going to still, it's going to still continue to expand because technology is there. There's need capital to scale, let's say commercially. What is your your personal favorite? <laughs> uh, I, I think that I, I, I have a thing for hydrogen, you know, I have a thing yeah. for hydrogen. And why is that? Because I discovered like very recently that the, like the pipe in which right now there is like methane running can yeah. be easily reconvert into uh-huh. hydrogen pipeline. It means that you don't need like a lot of infrastructure investment on that one. And for me, that was like a real game changer. And uh-huh. I saw, and I know that there is a lot of corporation that did like a few years ago simulation to prove that. And that's the case. So mm-hmm. I really like hydrogen right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and do you have a car? No, I don't have a car. I do a lot of public transportation and biking. <laughs> but is there is there is there like hydrogen powered buses already in Lisbon? No, no. I oh, think that there are some. There is a train, hydrogen powered train in, in in Germany. There is one yeah, there. I think. I know, I know, but I, 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 I think that like for the transportation <clears throat> sector, and I'm not an expert here, but I don't think it's like the most efficient way to use hydrogen. There is like a lot of efficiency loss in that, in that, in, like in transportation yeah, yeah. with hydrogen, electric is more efficient. Mm-hmm. I think it's much better to use hydrogen for energy generation and storage yeah, as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think that's 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 pretty cool and. Uh, what I I hope that uh, we're gonna have also next year we're gonna have uh, once your report is out actually we're gonna have another chance to to get you on the podcast definitely then, so I also can prepare a bit better you know with numbers <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that we're gonna drill on like all the right? material topics and like how how much investment is going every month into chemical recycling go. versus mechanical recycling versus bio-based go. plastics and Fantastic. everything. That'd be great, yeah. And, be great. Uh, and, and then we will see whether whether you're still going to uh, continue driving public transportation if there is still no hydrogen buses in Lisbon. <laughs> uh, probably, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Thanks a lot uh, for for taking the time, Andrea. Um, it was. I hope you had a good Christmas, and uh, we wish you, of course, uh, all the best for for next year. And then uh, let us know once the report is out. We're gonna link it definitely in the podcast as well. That's great. And then, uh, yeah, see you afterwards. I would say. Yeah, thank you very much for having me again. I, yeah, I, it's I good to have you, Andrea. Thanks I lot. mean, it's. In, I mean, uh, it's it's inspiring to have uh, to see so many. Uh, younger minds uh, out there with all this energy and 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 ambition and also very practical ideas on how to make things uh, a little bit better. So so uh, this is really great stuff. Thank, Thank you, you for what you're doing. Yeah. We have one last thing that we need to talk about. Um, first of all, what do you wish? What kind of topic do you want to talk about next year? in the plastics and innovation circularity space, just as a wish list. And then, of course, one song that we have to put on the playlist. Let's start with Saskia. I wasn't prepared for that question. (laughs) Well, yeah, we have to do some (laughs) as well. Just think about something now. 
I'm struggling too, Saskia. If you're struggling, I'm struggling too, you know? It's like uh, I got so many songs in my head, but uh, what's coming out right now as far as? Uh, I, I think I know. Go, all right, go, go, go. <laughs> all right. From our all of our podcast episodes, we haven't covered something about food. So I would like to hear about mm. food systems or like alternative wow. proteins or something like that. Great. That's great. Yeah, I think this this also matches the, the especially the biochemistry yeah. and circularity mm -hmm. field. I think this yeah. is something really You can get a broader uh, picture of the circularity. Yeah, super, amazing. Super That's a good idea. Okay. Well, do all the food food uh, innovators and circularity in the food chain mm -hmm. people out there reach out to us. Email. Yeah, reach out. To <laughs> John, which kind of guest would you, or from which space would you like to have? Oh, that's a really, really great question. Uh, thanks, Matt. I would say one, one of two spaces. One, one would be um, um, if, if, if it were possible, uh, meaning, and, and, and it has to, you know, possible and meaning this is, this is the best practice to do so. And, and it's, and it's, it, it's completely, uh, acceptable and transparent. I, I would like to have someone from, um, yeah, uh, from from uh, yeah, so, let's say the European Commission, something like that. Oh yeah, I'd like That's to have a that. Good idea. I would okay. like to have that. Okay. You know, let's work um, on that. That I mean, uh, and, and I I'm aiming high on that because uh, uh, I think we can, uh, and I think it's. I mean, I th I I can see why. Um, that 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 entity that say would say yeah uh they they would like to talk to people like us because because they see who we are and and yeah they see who we are uh yeah. we have one more guest to come let's listen in to samantha from the college samantha chemical recycling i like that hello samantha hello nice to have you here um first of all because some of the listeners might not have uh, heard the, the previous podcast. Um, we already had a longer episode with you in the summer this year. Um, but maybe just to wrap up, what is Deepoli doing in uh, one or two sentences before we start? Yeah, of course. Uh, so we do... Uh, chemical recycling of post-consumer and post-industrial pet plastic waste. And we break the PET, for example, uh, back down into the two main chemicals or raw materials that make it up, which are purified triphthalic acid and monoethylene glycol. Um, these two chemicals are typically sourced through the oil industry to make plastic. So any virgin plastic that you have is, is made of oil. Uh, and yeah, so we can basically turn our, our trash back into oil uh grade quality uh, virgin materials instead of having to source it from the ground we can source it from our waste yeah now i remember we had a very nerdy discussion on on different types of plastic polymers and so on in the last podcast so this was very good um <laughs> that's true uh yeah so but that's definitely uh, a topic that covers uh two areas so um on one hand circularity because you're definitely enabling circularity of plastics and the other thing um is recycling and chemical recycling another hot topic also when it comes to t 
tackling sustainability with plastics. What happened like in the last couple of months where you think uh, is could be also a breakthrough in terms of, I don't know, policies or in terms of innovation or what, what happened with, uh, with Deep Poly that uh, was a kind of a milestone within the 2022? Do you have something? Um, well, we went through uh, and, and are just kind of closing now a fundraising round. So I think when we had when we were talking, we were either just into it or or kind of like uh, halfway yeah. through everything. Yeah. So that's something that will probably be announced in the new year. Um, I can't say much about it right now, but um, I guess, yeah, keep your eyes open for, right. for news that comes from that. Um, yeah, in terms of uh, policy, it's uh, there hasn't been too much that's come out. Um, there's been a lot of kind of debate about uh, what chemical recycling actually is. Yeah. Um, is it recycling? Um, and this can apply to things like credits. Um, there's been some discussion, I think, within the EU about um, not exporting specific types of waste anymore. Um, so, for example, I think this was more in the paper industry. Um, they yeah. were talking about uh, how, uh, yeah, basically they weren't going to um, ship or export or import, if I remember correctly, Um any more of it. And this was going to cause problems for specific types of industries for, for paper production and, and recycling of this. Um, and so there's been some policy moving towards uh, these sort of areas. It's, it's all been slow. Um, I think everybody's trying to get their head around what it is, how it works, why it works. And then you have different lobbies trying to obviously push yeah. their opinions. Um Yeah, so it's been it's been really interesting just to kind of watch uh, from the not the sidelines, but uh, trying to put opinions into some of these uh, some of these discussions with with people associated with them. And yeah, we're looking forward to the new year to see what yeah. maybe comes out of it um, and what new policies are introduced. Cool. Um, we've been actually at the Chemical Recycling Europe annual meeting uh, last year, and what we've seen is, especially in the field of uh, chemical recycling, there is a uh, fresh wind in terms of finding new collaboration. The industry is very open to build new partnerships in order to also drive this whole technological development alongside with the policy makers, of course, and, and make it a, a more and more viable solution um, and, and basically yeah, scale up the, the industry. Did you also have the feeling that it's, uh, there is a push and also something positive or some positive energy for next year, so to speak? Yeah, I think that so. And, and this is from when we started. Um, so this was in kind of uh, 2020 officially as when the company was formed. Um, when we started having these conversations about recycling stuff, there was a lot of people's kind of like, yeah, well, you know, maybe it's not as important right now. Um, let's see. But you can really see this this change in the wind mm -hmm. with some yeah. of the discussions where now it's like, hey, we have this thing that we want to recycle, and we're wondering if you guys can help. Um, uh -huh. And it's nice to see. I'm glad that um, I'm glad that the opinion and the perspective of people and companies is changing in the right direction. Um, hopefully, next year it moves a little bit faster so that we can pick up uh, more of this uh, kind of partnerships in recycling and sustainability, and and then it just grows from there. Crossing fingers. So. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So what's, uh, what's the plans for next year? Is it more scaling up? Is it more innovation? Is it uh, more partnerships or everything from, from, from all of these a bit? 
Uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit from everything. Uh, scaling up is going to be a big factor for us. Uh, we are going to be building our showcase plant up in Basel. And uh, so the engineers will be quite busy with this. Uh, all the kind of technical details, the, uh, you know, sourcing equipment, putting it together, um, ordering, getting it running kind of as soon as possible. Um, and these sort of details. Uh, we're also looking for partnerships for the uh, showcase plant. So uh, if you, if anybody's listening and they have a large amount of plastic that they want to recycle, please contact. Uh, we're looking Very for different good. types uh, because yeah, the best way to test a showcase plant is to get everybody from different industries with different specific kind of maybe niche plastics to demonstrate the technology on a ton scale. Um, and then, yeah, we'll be probably expanding the team, expanding the company, um, everything else that comes along with scaling wow. and growing that's kind of standard for kind of a startup at our age. So, Wow, that's great news. Then um, I have two plans for next year. Um, on one hand, making it also possible with Plastic Climate Future to find you uh, more partners who want to, to, to go and do the pilot with you. So we're going to definitely link it up in the, in the show notes. <laughs> Um, and of course, the other uh, wish that I have is for next year is that uh, you're going to come back to the podcast and uh, tell us more about the, the uh, scaling up, for example. Yeah, of course. I, that would be great. Um, I can even, if you guys are interested, we can bring in uh, our CTO, who's basically the one that's leading the, the engineering side of everything. And yeah. maybe he can give instead of the business slash chem side uh he can give the engineering slash scaling side a little bit more life than i probably can so great yeah that's that's perfect that's really good um yeah thanks a lot um and then uh i hope you're gonna enjoy the start into the new year and uh, we we wish you of course all the best yeah, thank you very much. And thank you again for considering me for the, the follow-up for the podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to talk to you again. Um, looking forward to the new year. And uh, I know this is going to probably not published on New Year's, but to anybody else listening, <laughs> good luck for next year, for this year. Um, and yeah, crossing fingers on the sustainability slash chemical recycling field that it grows uh, exponentially in the next year. John, yes. I mean, now now it's you to comment, like chemical recycling. Chemical recycling, what can I say? It's cool. <laughs> it's just cool. I said it one year ago, I'll say it again. It's cool. It's, it's part of the solution. Very good. Very good. Listen to Samantha's um, so. full episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. Listen to Saskia saying that. She's saying something <laughs> smart. <laughs> no. You won't you won't be released tonight before giving us a <laughs> since we are all on the Christmas vibes and it's almost Christmas. I'm gonna put the Christmas song on our podcast list playlist. Oh, oh. Let's do it. Tell us. I'm gonna put last Christmas. <laughs> last oh. Christmas. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, we all right, we, yeah, we, it's it's you get it, you get it, you get it once. <laughs> how Oscar, how okay? would you imagine? Me, you, um, what topic would you like? To I, I, I am, I am very nerdy. I, I put the chemical brothers Ooh. galvanize. How <laughs> <laughs> would the topic? And the topic that yeah. I want to talk about, um, yeah, uh, I, I like, I really like the um topic the, the the idea from john that we should have someone from from the regulatory side i think that's super interesting 
what I'm also uh, always inspired to, because I'm teaching at the university, to have also someone from a communication department or from an educational institution, mm-hmm. um, especially if possible, you know, teachers from school from a school just to get to know feedback or just to have some feedback from the really young generation, mm-hmm. like you know, like. Maybe even our kids, John. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> that's a good idea, Matt. I mean, seriously, that's a great idea. You when, know? Well, like, what what do they think about? Yeah, great those, idea. Uh, topics that we're discussing. So that's that's my goal, to have someone from, to diversify also the spectrum that we're talking about. Mm. Thanks, Saskia, for being with us tonight. Um, And thanks, of course, to all the listeners. And uh, since uh, we published this episode already 2023, we hope you had a good Christmas and we wish you the best for 2023. Don't forget to listen to our next episode.